Hey, welcome back to Season 3 of Pigeon Hockey, a participating member of the Hockey Podcast Network. This is Chris and today's co-host, Steve. Hey, how's it going, hockey fans? And you know us, we don't claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So how goes life, Steve? Uh, it's going all right. Had a busy weekend of cleaning up the house, as it always goes when you're a parent with two young kids. It's uh, joyous. <laughs> but we're getting ready to hit San Diego next weekend. And a, just over a week, I get to watch the Wrexham Red Devils take on Man U's uh, travel squad. So, Is that Ryan Reynolds' to... team? What's that? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. It became, over the pandemic, it was almost, um, if you follow Wrexham, great story about the community. I'm actually talking to people that live there now. You know me and my networking, right, Chris? And, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of great people over there uh, that are just passionate about their team. And that's what pulled me in. Like the documentary itself, the history of the club being one of the oldest clubs, you know, and then being the underdog fighting their way on up. So just totally sucked into that. Um, as a family now, we follow it. So we were really excited. We're going to go with uh, some of my daughter's soccer teammates to go on over and watch that. So looking forward to that and escaping the ridiculous 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 arizona heat now rest of the world oh can't be that bad (laughs) the rest of the world i do understand when you do say it's hot like i know it's scorching all the way around uh you know uh around europe and different areas that don't have air conditioning like that's where i feel bad for everybody but it's so hot here the ac can't keep up with it so you know, you got it set to 78, that's around 80 something. And that's what it's going to do. It can only do <laughs> as much as it could do with how freaking hot it is outside. And just so people understand this, what we don't get in Arizona is a break from the heat. As in at night, it doesn't cool down. It, it stays bloody hot. It may drop maybe five degrees. So we're talking Fahrenheit here. It's 118 today. Maybe lucky to get down to about 111 at night, which is freaking hot um also saw some idiots that are flocking to death valley arizona so they can catch the record breaking heats um hate to break it to you uh, it's not fun to step outside crank your oven to 150 160 let it bake for a little bit so even the room's toasty stick your head in it for about two minutes there's your experience call it death valley saved you all the trip anyway how was your weekend sir <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I can't say it's getting that hot up here in Denmark. I'm not sure about the rest of Europe, which I know they are having record-setting temperatures down in the Mediterranean area right now. Um, I won't go down that depressing rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> I won't. Uh, anyway, I, I would say that up here in Denmark, it's it's comfortable. Yeah, we get into the 80s and Fahrenheit. And there isn't air conditioning in the apartments, at least. Uh, the, the the stores can have it because they're corporations, right? And corporations get what they want. So a uh, slowly, uh, slowly people, though, um, just trying to uh, survive in the city. Air conditioning is not an option unless you buy these expensive little additions that you can shove out the window uh, that some of these other companies do have. So, um yeah, and I mean, you got the record-breaking heat there down in Arizona and Utah and everything. And I, you're you're speaking about like uh, Rex and everything, but like the Utah uh, women's soccer team is coming back. The Royals have been announced. I think they collapsed in during COVID, not in, but during COVID. Uh, but they're coming back, and that's that's big news for fans of women's soccer like I am there down in Utah. And uh, that's kind of what this episode's about, Steve. Is we're talking about the new women's hockey league, uh, not the PHF, ladies and gentlemen, not the PWHPA. They have come to an agreement, and they are joining forces, and that's what we're going to start talking about on this podcast. And then we're going to break into uh, some jersey rankings of uh, I don't, I truthfully don't know what to call y'all, so feel free to reach out. <laughs> I'm calling it the Ontario. <laughs> I'm calling it the Ontario Women's Hockey League. But I seen the PWHL or uh, I don't know. A lot of the women in the uh, the PHF came out of the league. 
uh, but it's the Ontario Women's Hockey Association, but it's kind of like their league where it's broken down into so many levels because that's how hockey works. And it's the U22. So it's basically women's junior hockey. And we're only breaking down the East and the West. We're not breaking down the development league or the leagues that feed into that. We're breaking down the 20 teams jerseys out of the Ontario Women's Hockey League slash association. Feel free to reach out. These jerseys are sick. And I, (laughs) Steve, before we get into jerseys, we all, me, you, Sam, (laughs) and Sebastian, all voted. And we all have horrifically different tastes in jerseys. Oh, we we, do. Look! Look! Just at when the NHL releases their their not third jerseys, right? But the well, even third jerseys are any additional the reverse jerseys, retro, right? yeah, the yeah. reverse retros, and how all over the place we are on those. So it's not shocking to me. And like, I, we'll preface it with this, right? Sometimes you'll see that jersey on the ice because Chris and I, as you all know, we talk before yep. we get on camera stupidly for about forty five minutes, and then realize we waste a lot of good content. But it does change your opinion once you see some of them on the ice. Some of them you're like, okay, wow, that actually looks a lot better than what I thought. I love it. So this is based on photos. (laughs) So based on these photos, we'll see how much we rip each other apart. And right away I'm going to call out Sebastian's probably ranking the Senators uh, as number one. (sighs) Would he rank any other team number one? (laughs) Will they even make the top ten with the rest of us? We'll see. We will see. What what did the other three of us? Because Heath, our other co-host, uh, he did not get his submissions in in time. I think he's messaging me right now. But I think he's too late. I've scored him, Heath. If you're listening, I've scored him. But yeah, it's the four of us out of the five of us main co-hosts ranked these jerseys. And uh, we'll get into that. But I really do want to talk about this new Women's Professional League and I know there's a lot of excitement around it. I'm very thrilled that they've come to an agreement that the PWHPA players and the PHF players uh, will be merged into a, like, there's going to be, what, a league minimum of 35000 I think it's maxes out at 80000 Now I'm a fan of the PHF. No no slam on the PWHPA, sorry. But um, I've been a Buffalo Beats fan since the inauguration of the NWHL. And... I'm a huge Buttes fan, and we've been in the NWHL when there was just four teams, and now we've gone up to like eight teams, and now there's an announcement there's only going to be six teams in the new women's league, and uh, I'm not seeing Buffalo included in this new league. So as much as I'm excited for it, uh, I like Buffalo being represented. I, if, if it's better for the sport, I will just say that the according to the Associated Press – Obviously, Toronto and Montreal are always included in everything, because why not? But then uh, Ontario and uh, – or not Ontario, but London, Ontario, and Ottawa are like two <laughs> other teams considered there. Hey, that, that sounded so American of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because when I think of Ontario, I think of California. No, no, no I'm um, just laughing because a lot of times people will say, you know, uh, Ontario. Isn't that in Toronto? Uh Yeah. It is, um, yeah. Anyway, it's a, it's it's a suburb of Toronto, Ontario is, but it's a <laughs> joke. Everyone, fans. it's a joke. <laughs> yeah. uh, yep. But uh, then, like Washington, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Boston, New York are all under consideration. I'm not seeing Buffalo in that, and we're one of the founding four members of the NWHL. So, as excited as I am for this new women's league, I'm also, to be honest, a little. Are the Buttes going to be represented? It doesn't look like it. And when they look at these, like, I get it. Pittsburgh and Philly, you know, I'm, at least at least Boston was one of the original four in New York. Obviously, Hartford being a small city and Buffalo being Buffalo, we're going to be left out. But I don't know. Washington, Pittsburgh, Philly. I, can't, I, I understand Boston, New York, Montreal, Ottawa. I get those four. My bias is going to be very strong in this episode for all the fans of what might be the future women's league here. But um, as much as like, I'm not so happy that Buffalo isn't in the consideration. I'm really happy that we've come to an agreement of some sorts that there's going to be a women's league. That's going to be well-represented and grow the sport. And that's really at the end of the day, what's most important, not my personal bias. In fact, the Buffalo Buttes aren't included, but rather that there's going to be, a significant representation of 
uh, women's hockey here. And Steve, me and you were talking about this before the podcast previously, like when the, the first women's league was instituted, it was the NWHL, the national women's hockey league that the Buffalo Buttes were a part of, but then they did what we all had been talking about and they changed the name to the premier hockey federation, you know, and there's seven teams in it at the moment. And I don't know, Steve, like, I don't know if they're going to keep the PHF name. It would be, I think it'd be best if they did, unless they want to come up with something different because the two leagues merged. But one thing that we were also speaking about though, Chris was, you know, the importance of these leagues, right. And, you know, as kids growing up and we were playing street hockey, we would always, you know, pick our favorite player. That's who we'd be. And we'd, have that vision of our head of playing in the NHL and hoisting a Stanley cup because it was a possibility, you know, really remote possibility, but we had that to aspire to and women didn't have these options at all. So my wife made that comment, like growing up, she didn't have a chance at a, you know, women's professional soccer team or hockey team. They just weren't out there basketball. And now these opportunities are there. And that's what's really amazing about this. Now, Uh, The only thing I'd have to say is like, my goodness, can we do something for these, these amazing athletes to get them more than a $35,000 a year salary like that? I think that that takes time. Like I agree with you, but I think that's going to take time. Yeah. But that is teacher poverty level that I was teaching at years ago, right? You can't live off of 35,000. So obviously these athletes will, the ones making 35. Yeah, but didn't the original NHL players have other jobs? Oh, heck yeah. Like Rocket like, Richard. Well, yeah. They, Remember they Rocket Richard? Like, like he was. These uh, are the grassroots athletes for what's going to be what I feel is going to be a league where they can live sustainable. Like, honestly, for me, if if I'm making the top end of what the PHF makes uh, or, or what they would make, like there are going to be some contract issues they're going to have to deal with um, for players that had signed long term deals in the PHF uh, where they were guaranteed over 100K. And uh, that's more than I made. So that's livable as hell, especially if they're in a city like a Buffalo. If you're making 35000 in Buffalo, you're doing okay. You really are. But if you're making thirty five in a city like New York City, uh, you, you're you going to need at least, uh, at least one other job. So I think it's going to be very... I well, think that's it's what going it was to be based on, right? Like Boston, yeah. Boston's not... Boston's no, Boston ain't cheap either. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So some of these places, like, my goodness, like, yeah, they're going to have to be working a complete full-time job and then with a job that understands they've got to take off for pro hockey, right? Yeah. They've got yep. games to schedule around and everything else. So that that's a difficult challenge in itself right there when, you know, making a salary. But the best, the most important thing at this point, we'll get the salaries caught up, is that they have a pro league that they can start in. Um, yeah. And then let's make it sustainable so that these athletes can get paid a living wage and not have to burn themselves out. Right. But right. anyway, you know, it's great that there's now more options for, you know, women athletes out there. Like, love it. So. No, and I, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see what happens as, as spiteful as I'm going to be. If there's not a Buffalo team included, I'm going to proudly wear my McLaughlin Buffalo Butch Jersey everywhere to any women's game I attend <laughs> because I wear that thing everywhere too. I love that Jersey. I was v- very happy to get that Jersey and uh, very happy. She was a Buffalo Butte. I'm, I'm excited for it. But again, I have this anxiousness. I want to see what they come up with. And there's not a lot of details yet. They've got, what is it? We're recording this in a, on July 17th and there's another five and a half ish, six months until this league actually launches. And hopefully it comes with a lot of fanfare, man. Hopefully it comes with the fact that it's launching in January is different. But it's also like I'm a huge fan of Aussie rules. Um, and if, for those who don't know, that's Aussie rules footy, uh, Aussie rules football, whatever you want to call it. I'm a big Sydney Swans fan. In fact, the listeners can't see this, but I'm wearing an Aussie, Aussie rules football jersey right now, my, my Sydney Swans jersey. And in fact, I was just I just took off my uh, Melbourne T-shirt, which I was a big fan of the Melbourne uh, Ruse there out of the the women's version. Of course, then the Sydney got a team last year, a women's team last year. But I kind of already have allegiance with the Ruse of of North Melbourne, so my men's and women's teams in 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 Aussie rules football 
differ. I still kind of follow the new women's Sydney team, but honestly, if the two of them face off in a championship game, I'm, I'm rooting for the Ruse in that one. But the reason I bring all that up in that crazy rampage right there was that the fact that the men's league and the women's league started at different times. Like the women's league, the schedule's just been announced recently in the last day or two, and they start September 1st. Uh, very excited for all those dropping where I think right now we're in round 17 with the men's and the, the grand final should be August ish. So the second the men's grand final wraps, the women's league starts up. So if you're an Aussie rules fan, like I am that uh, you really don't get to lose on a lot of football because when the women's ends, the men start when it's it just, it's good all year round football for me. Uh, footy like if you know irish football you'll know aussie football if you don't know what i'm talking about literally just go on youtube and type in afl there's like a four minute video that explains the the whole rules that's if it's still out there you'll you'll get what i'm talking about but it's kind of a combination between like rugby and basketball and soccer and i don't know i i love the sport i grew up playing american football and hockey so if it involves hitting i'm a pretty big fan of the sport so the fact that the women's league could be starting in January and the fact that that's four ish months after the NHL starts. I think that's right. I, I think starting at the same time doesn't work for me. Uh, I'm curious to see how long the season's going to last the details behind that. I don't know how long their season's going to last. So I just, in terms of lining up their playoffs with the NHL playoffs, I think that could be dangerous because they're, they're a new and upcoming league. Um, I, I'm curious to see what they come up with. Let's just say that. Yeah, I would always be in favor of staggering because the NHL goes up against the NBA for coverage during the playoffs, right? Every so, year. Every year. So that does impact, you know, some. So if you throw another one in there, if there's competing games on it, right, at the same time, you're going to lean towards whichever one you favor, right? So my Canadians are in the playoffs. Guess what I'm watching, Right. Coyotes are in the playoffs. Guess what I'm watching? So it's as easy as that, right? So if the playoffs are during a time when it's not peak, that'll help garner more interest. Right now, hockey fans are dying for content. They're dying for something to go on. Like I was watching Coyotes fans just begging for Michelli to get signed, for example. And I was like, guys, he's an RFA. He's going to get signed. You need to you need to calm down. But they just wanted it done, so it's done. Well, now it's done. Now what are you off to, right? I think they have McBain left, and then they're set. But, you know, for that example, like right now would be the premier time for them to be having playoffs, in, in my opinion. Yeah. Because people yeah, are starved for content. People will go watch. And, again, it's not taking anything away from the skill level, though. It's just the competition. and people You need, to, you need to build up. The, you need to build up the fan base. Absolutely. That's, that's what it is. You need, to build, you need to build up the fan base, and I think that uh, – you know, I mean, if I had to choose between National Hockey League hockey and junior hockey, because we heavily cover the USPHL, NCDC, and Premier West out here, I 100% would rather watch a Mustangs Provo game talking about kind of one of the development leagues. Like, we're a big junior hockey podcast here, and and one of the uh, leagues I've kind of noticed was the Ontario Women's Hockey Association, Hockey League, I don't know. Please reach out so I can confirm what it is. But it, it's the U22 East and West divisions here. They got 10 teams in each uh, division, so that's 20 teams. And, and we're going to rank their jerseys. But before we do that, we actually do want to thank the sponsor for this episode, and that's going to be DraftKings. New customers, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. Bet just $5 to score $150 and bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resorts, Kansas. In West Virginia, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. In Connecticut, help is available for prom gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. 
See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Max bet $50. 10-plus legal requirements for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. Steve, we're moving on to these other jerseys for this junior women's league. Having Sebastian up there in Ottawa and then kind of learning about the <laughs> – I'm going to slaughter the way I say this team, but it's uh, Etipicoke. Is it correct? Etipicoke. Etipicoke. Ah! I love you dolphins, but like I kind of noticed their program last year. We've mentioned them on this podcast a couple times. I've been a big fan of their jerseys. And so when I saw the news a few weeks ago about this new women's league dropping, it kind of took me back to the dolphins Jersey. And I'm like, I want to understand what's happening up there. So I dug around a lot. And that's why I'll say Ontario women's hockey association. I'd be very curious to understand the, format of this. So I'm just going to call it the Ontario Women's Hockey League that I'm assuming is a junior league that is the U22 divisions. And that's the league's jerseys we're going to be ranking this episode. So I spent a couple hours putting together this beautiful presentation for you all. And hopefully in the future, I'll be able to share these presentations on like a YouTube channel or something. I had the capability to do that right now. I just don't want to because I'm just Seriously, Steve, I just don't understand all the copyright stuff and strikes and all that stuff that happens with 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 YouTube episodes and sharing these team jerseys and logos and pictures and people who took the pictures. And it's just easier for me on a podcast to be able to talk about what me and you and the other hosts are seeing. But being really unable to share that right now because of worrying about somebody saying, I took that picture. I'm not getting the credit. Well, yeah, you did. But I wouldn't know what that jersey looked like without your picture. So I don't know how many pictures I want to go through and trying to get approval from the owners to use for one episode that might not get that many views. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to keep this a podcasting. Also, I have the face for radio. I think you do too, Steve. No offense. Um, and uh, I think you and I are better off on, on vocals. So, I mean, people um, don't want to see me in my pajamas or in the summertime, my swim trunks, <laughs> even though I got the AC on. We're not going to talk about all 20 teams as much as Steve might want to. And we're going to focus on this, the top 10 teams that scored out of those 20 teams in the East and West, not the developmental league, the East and West. So we're going to go over the top 10 teams out of the East and West based off the scores of me, you, Sebastian, and Sam Maluth. So, Steve, here we go. I think you can see my screen. I see some blue and white. All right. And so, wrapping up at number 10 is going to be none other than the team I've been chatting about here, which is going to be none other than the Etobicoke. Is that correct? You Etobicoke. did it. Hey. 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 The Junior hey. Dolphins. Hey. <laughs> They finished 10th overall in our scoring, which for me was quite low because I love these jerseys. I, Steve, I like their big silver jersey with the with the E there, with the dolphin coming through the center of the E. I love that jersey. I love the whole setup with the blue pants and the gray socks with the blue and white striping. Their blue jerseys and white jerseys are beautiful, but I'm in love with that silver jersey. So, okay for listening, um, I wouldn't hate having. I love these, Steve. I think you're not as much of a fan as maybe some of us others. No, it's good. It's a decent looking jersey. I'm just the mascot. Hey, look, Dolphins, super intelligent. No doubt about it. Wicked fast. Work well together as a team so I can get it. Just not the fiercest animal in the ocean. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but I love this jersey. Like, I think we underestimate some of these sea creatures and how intelligent they are. I think it's a great jersey. I think it's a great... Honestly, I love everything about it. I'd wear this jersey in a heartbeat. If I could wear this jersey, I would. I think this thing's stunning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you... Like, I love okay, it. Okay, so I, I equate this and don't... Again, again, I agree. Like There's like an octopus. We shouldn't be hunting octopi anymore because they are wicked intelligent. Sentient beings, yeah. Yeah, so... So leave them alone. Like dolphins, you know, super intelligent. 
just when I'm thinking of going to strike the, you know, fear in the heart of the competitor, dolphin doesn't come to mind. It was like the mighty ducks. I'm like, that's not going to strike any fear into me. That's why I hated that. The announcement of that. Right. So anyway, not knocking great looking Jersey, get the concept, but yeah, didn't rank high because of, of the, of the actual mascot itself, but that's okay. Well, nice I don't think you're going to love my 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 fantasy league team name for this year's upcoming uh, USPHL West fantasy. League. Dude, I'm named after Putin. <laughs> you're, you're the yeah yeah you're Putin and mine is the pandas, but mine's the hangry pandas because if, if you I don't know I think the hangry pandas is a uh, y'all, y'all listen for that episode. It's going to be late August, early September. But let's move into the overall jersey ranked number nine. And that's going to be the Central York Panthers out of the East as well. And uh, again, it's kind of got those whole Florida Panthers vibes, but, you know, a little bit of different look on the Panther. I really do. Like I was kind of happily shocked by their dark, like Navy Jersey. The, the red and the white are very similar to the, like the Florida Panthers and the national hockey league. But like that dark blue is it's, it's kind of sick, man. Yeah, it's, I like the Panthers jersey, always have. Again, I'm just, you know, mimicking off of an NHL team. Like if I saw like a junior Canadians and it's just the Montreal Canadiens logo, you know, they did a little bit to change the Panther, but do something different towards it. That's just the way I look at it. But hey, it's again, not a bad looking jersey. Agree. I like the dark one is really cool. Uh, the, the dark Navy. Love that, you know, mashup right there. So yeah, again, it's not a jersey I hate. Um, I wouldn't say I love it. I'm kind of like, it's like the Dolphins. It's decent. It's decent. For me, they were a top 10. They weren't top five. But um, considering some of the other jerseys I saw, like it was a top 10. I think it still had a pretty sick look to it. I like the different combinations. They made the the Panther look different. Um, So again, top 10 for me, but not a top five jersey. But uh, they looked good. Now at number eight, I'm going to say I'm I'm slightly shocked. You guys had some good votes on this one, but it's the Mississauga Hurricanes. Like, I think the Steelheads are on point. I love the Steelheads. The Hurricanes jersey here, again, it could just be my bias towards just the Hurricanes in general, even in the National <laughs> Hockey League. Which, the, 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 team that, the team that you never, ever watch and you're so highly critical of <laughs> yes. that are going to be Let's really good next year, by the way. So just name a team of Hurricane. I'm probably just not a fan. But, um, but it finished eighth overall here. Uh, it scored well enough to finish eighth. Uh, but, Steve, you seem to really like this jersey. So tell our listeners why you like the Mississauga Hurricanes. It's a nice, clean logo. Um, different than the Carolina one where it's really big, where they've got the Hurricane and the M. I love the color combo. So when I just look at the whole setup, it's to me, it's really sharp. So I like this jersey a lot. I, I, for me, it's again, it's not a horrible jersey. I kind of like it, but I don't love it. Just not one over by it when I saw some of the other jerseys within uh, what was available. So that moves us on to who finished number seventh. And that's going to be Kingston, the Kingston Ice Wolves, another team out of the East. And I will tell you, Steve, I sent you all pictures of the Ice Wolves. This doesn't even come close to when you look at the whole development program. The whole development program, like U9 up, I don't understand the different levels of who wears what jersey, but they had some sick jerseys at different levels. And I, I tried my best to focus on what I believed was the U22's jersey, which was the one that is the biggest jersey within these pictures, which is a giant K with the kind of the, the faded white look. Um, very classical, very good look. Uh, but they had so many different jerseys that I just tried to focus on the four that seemed most common when I was looking up Kingston. And uh, you all seem to really like it. For me, I have this bias against anything that looks like the Bruins forever. Uh, yeah, but I should have that as a Habs fan, right? But I'm okay with this one because of the – I like the Howling Wolf like that. Like I the, love that one, yes. Yeah, the Howling Wolf one has me. Like the one with just a giant K on it. Or K. I'm not a fan of anything that has the name of the city or the name of the team and just a number. Not a fan of that at all. Because um, if that was the jersey, that would have got destroyed. But really, really like the Howling Wolf. The Howling Wolf is really cool. Yeah, and I think that 
maybe what resonated for me a little bit. Again, a jersey that I think is okay, but I don't love. But um, Sebastian is on this podcast, even though he's not on this podcast right now. And uh, anything that's this color scheme, he's going to love. Anything that's black and red that's the Senator's color scheme is going to love. Um, he loved the Lady Sens jersey because he's a Senators fan. I will tell you, those didn't finish in the top 10, ladies. Sorry, they didn't because the rest of us are like, well, that's just the Ottawa Senators. Mm-hmm. Sebastian's like, that's the best jersey I've ever seen. <laughs> Dead giveaway, he gave it number one while the rest of us were like, it's just a Senator. Did I not call that even before we started <laughs> the recording? Sebastian's yeah. going to rank that one number one. And there he did. Is. And I'm like, do you have no originality, Sebastian? Do you have none? Like, <laughs> but you know what? You put the Buffalo Sabres as any one of these, they're going to be number one for me. Well, maybe not because there's some pretty sick jerseys coming up yeah. here. And speaking of pretty sick jerseys, I love this next jersey. It was in my top four. In my top four, I would wear any one of these jerseys in a heartbeat. In fact, the Dolphins, you were in my top four. Barry Junior Sharks finished sixth overall. I love the color scheme. This was very popular amongst most of us, Steve. And like the color scheme was beautiful. I like, honestly, it's just got this, what's the Kansas City? What the hell are they called? Scouts. Scouts. The Scouts. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the Kansas City Scouts. So I get strong Kansas City Scouts from this thing. And when I first looked at it, I will be honest with you, I hated it. And then I looked at it longer and longer and longer, and it became one of my favorite <laughs> I love the color scheme. I think the color scheme is. Okay, I won't argue that. I, okay, yeah. I don't like the white at all. The white, heck no. The other, the darker jersey, I like the color scheme. It also screams Colorado Rockies. Uh, yeah, yeah. Colorado, Kansas City, man. Like, the, yeah. I love the scheme. So, so no, is I there like an NHL team that even wears this right now? Um, well, the Rockies, so the, call it, the Avalanche have this as like their. It's still no. a nice, it's still a nice setup. I like that setup, but not yeah. that I'm aware of. My only issue with this is the the way the shark looks. It could, I, I just don't like the shark on the jersey. So if they had redesigned the shark, because um, I wouldn't necessarily go that grayish color. Stick with the color scheme and just make it look cool. Yeah, yeah I like. I love the back of the jersey. I love the lettering. I, I think it's stunning. I don't mind the shark logo as much. They could probably they could drop the berry. I think that wouldn't be the worst thing. And they kind of maybe change up the shark a bit. But I still love this jersey. I, th- I still think it's a top four. I'm a big fan of this jersey. Now let's hit the top five, Steve. And the top five, and I know based off the top five that Sebastian was involved in this ranking because all everybody seemed to really like this jersey, maybe except me. So I apologize in advance to the Oakville Junior Hornets. Everyone really liked this jersey. Okay, so hold on. The Ottawa Senators jersey scheme. I didn't rank this This, jersey very high. No, I'm just saying, this is is the angry buffalo head, which you call the goat head. So you hate the goat head. Yeah, when I hate that one. You hate that Yeah, have you not heard any of my podcasts where I destroy that jersey? Like, if I wanted to follow the Adolphia Cable Sabres, I would follow the Adolphia Cable Sabres. Everyone hated the Mad Cow. They called it the Goat Head, but we all called it the Mad Cow. I don't care. If you lived in Buffalo in the 90s, you called it the Mad Cow. No one called The Goat Head was out there, but most of us, maybe it was just our entire run of community there. It was the Mad Cow. Because you guys love had the Mad Cow. You know what? The one thing I can give you guys the credit for, that shield for the Buffalo Sabres is really cool. You know, so... It's wild. I love that thing. You know, it's a great, it's a like, great jersey. So, but the go ahead, I hated the go ahead, and I still have the Lafontaine jersey and the Hashik jersey from that and era. With both, I said, you selling. signed by uh, uh, Miller, dude. Which yeah. well, I have a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> so remember, I got the Miller mini, USA jersey. That that's that mini jersey plaque thing. So yeah, yeah, no, that thing's sick. Yeah, yeah that's, the one what, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So, but that's that's the that's the the Mad Cow one with Miller's sign on the back of it. Like no, 100%. That, I love like, that thing because super... he signed it. Yeah. And that's a classic Miller style jersey. It doesn't mean I like the go ahead. Um, <laughs> and I don't, I just, I generally just don't like this, this whole setup. Again, so it gets, it's not against you, Oakville. Feel free to reach out and blast me. <laughs> God knows enough of you teams do reach out and tell me how wrong I am when I don't like your jersey. Just, just putting it out there, the other three people who voted on this jersey really seem to like it. I'm not that guy. Um, I just think on top of throwing the yellow inside that red, I just, I don't, um, I well, think I, I, be... I, my favorite color combination, to be honest with you is red and black. Love it. 
like some white, like some silver in there too. So I like the colors, but I like the Hornet. It's like the Hornet stands out in that yellow in the middle of that emblem. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, and maybe it's not only all that, but we have a friend here and she's not listening to this podcast because she doesn't watch hockey, but she's from Oakville. So this is, this is for you, but yeah, <laughs> this is for it's, you, even though you won't be listening. This is for you. I don't think she played hockey. She went to York before she came to her master's degree here in Denmark. And uh, gotcha. she, she won't hear this, but um, I, I'm just not a fan of it at all. And you three really liked it. So I'm really shocked when I saw this thing slowly jump up the charts in the top five. So congratulations, Oakville. And I don't hate it. I just don't really like it. Is that is that nice way of putting it? No, it's it's no different. Like, look, you don't like the color combination. Like, I hate like the goat head. No. Like the dolphin jersey. I like the color scheme. I, I like it. the idea of what they had as a dolphin, but like, did they? I love the dolphin, logo. Did they make dolphin chirps before they go on the ice to intimidate you? Did they? Did they do the dolphin clap at when they score? I'm like, just being facetious, everybody. I'm just being a jerk. But that's my whole. Yeah, thing, right? you are because I love that jersey. <laughs> <laughs> it's Oakville versus. No, no, it's like. Uh... Uh, I would say, but I'm going to slaughter Etobicoke again, right? Is it, did I get it? Etobicoke. Dolphins versus the Hornets. That's all I'm going to say. Like, we have to tune in sorry. just for that matchup next year. I'm down. Like, I would love to try to catch these games. I, I, I don't know where I can catch these games. Hopefully, they're on hockey TV. But uh, we, I don't have the bandwidth to cover even what I'm covering right now. So, if there's someone out there that covers the OWHA, feel free to reach out. We'd love to give you a monthly episode. So. I'd love to cover this. Um, I just, I don't have the bandwidth to watch the games. Let's break into the top four, Steve. And at the fourth overall scoring position will be the Stony Creek Sabres. Now, me and you, I like this jersey. It's a top 10 for me. You really didn't. But our two other co-hosts loved this jersey. Uh, For me, it's a top 10. I think it's a good looking jersey. I like the color scheme. It would be better if the green was blue. Just putting it out there. The Stony Creek Sabres name would kind of give into the fact that maybe there should be some blue in there instead of green but again that's my personal bias if you haven't heard the beginning of this episode i'm from buffalo and so i still think like when i look at this jersey i see the white jersey and this is kind of what scored it very high for me i love the green and yellow combination on the white i was a huge north stars geek huge john casey fan and i love anything that combines those colors together minnesota wild bring it back Bring it back. I hear rumors that that's going to be a regular jersey for you. Bring it back. Nobody wants the red on it. Just bring back that retro reverse and make it a regular jersey because your regular jersey sucks. And they have, a, make they have it an look- issue, though, with the Dallas Stars, though, because the Stars have the same color combo. Who cares? The Dallas Stars are like like turquoise green and like white now. I don't know. They, they, they change up their stuff all the time. I like their new look. They got away from the whole their, – their last look was awful, too. Like, honestly – I don't know which one was worse. The old Dallas stars or the like, not the original, the current Minnesota wild. I would say like that white and yellow and green Minnesota wild look is beautiful. And that current Jersey that they got with Dallas. I, I love it. I love everything they've done recently. I like their green and white. I love their white and green. I love their, their night out one that, that black one that you all hate that I love. I love all that stuff. So, Probably why Stony Creek scored top 10 for me. Not top five, but top 10. And uh, Sebastian and Sam really, really like this jersey. So it lands for Steve. What do you think? Nope. Do not like it one bit. Um, that is, it, is this your Oakville Junior Hornets? Oh, the dark jersey right there. Like that dark jersey, that yeah, bad yellowish color stripe at the bottom. Oh, hell no. This all just clashes. So my... This just hit my eyes this morning. And I just went, nope, move on. Even though I just said I like the Sabres looking logo, I'm like, you are. And even though I sent this to you a day ago, yeah. it was, yeah, life happens. <laughs> um, so I agree if it was probably blue and they did a better color scheme, that would have probably yeah. made me rank it higher, but was not a fan of this at all. I, I like it. It's definitely in the top half of the jerseys for me in in the league but yeah not top five i'd still be very happy to wear these colors uh i think they could do a little bit to the jersey logo itself i like the colors especially again on that white jersey uh we've got a goalie pictured in this one and i just think she looks sharp like this jersey looks sharp i would i would make a few tweaks to it but overall it's it's done well enough to score fourth because if sam and sebastian were on here to 
debate us, they would probably be seeing a lot more positives uh, because they both really, really love this. Jersey. Oh, don't worry. I could hear, I can hear Seabass chirping me in my ear the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's here. You know, he's here. He's here in spirit. He's here in spirit on vacation. Uh, let's move into number three and number three, it's going to be a Jersey that made my top five. In fact, the last two jerseys all made my top five and it's going to be the Whitby junior wolves. Love the color scheme. Again, I'm getting strong Michigan vibes. Yeah, I was going to say, it, if you're going to talk about Michigan vibes, the white jersey has a huge Michigan. Uh, oh, 100%. 100%. But they also make it look very, very whippy. I don't know how else to put it. Like, they, they put their own twist on this 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 look of this jersey. Like, I, I love the the dark blue jersey with the gray wolf coming yeah, out of the you know, with that. Out of the wolf. Like, I, I just think it's it's a very sharp very good looking jersey it's a top five jersey for me i saw the jersey i'm like okay that's pretty sick i would love to have that on the side of my goalie helmet yeah no i agree that's that's really cool that's when i talk about the logo itself right if you can get a really sharp mascot looking logo and the wolf one always you know it brings me back to the sudbury wolves for example it's a really cool emblem to have on there yeah yeah anything with the wolves generally is well not anything i've seen some pretty bad wolves logos <laughs> You know, out there. Yeah, this one this one does it right. Whippy does it right. And this is a this is a sick looking jersey. Now the top two jerseys, I will say I I don't think where let me look at the scores here. Uh, because now I'm very curious. I don't think any of us ranked the any of these last two jerseys very low. I just want to see the scores. Uh because technically the this, the jersey with the least amount of points is the winner because if it's ranked number one, it's ranked number one. So um, we're going to go into number two here. And this is going to be my favorite Jersey because I ranked it number one as did Sam Maluth, but it finishes number two here because of you and Sebastian. And it's going to be the blue water Hawks. I am in love with this Jersey blue water. Please reach out because I'd love one of these jerseys. I love everything about the color scheme of this jersey. I love the black jersey. I love the white jersey. I really, 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 really love the black jersey. I love the lettering. The logo is sick. I, I personally can't find a fault with this jersey. Steve, where did you rank it? I forget, but I don't think you're as much of a fan. I didn't destroy this one. Um, it's hard. No, to- I don't think you did. None of us did. It finished second. Yeah, so it's a decent jersey. You know, again, if... You know, if I was going to become a fan, yeah, I had to pick a team from this league just based on the jersey to say, okay, I'm going to use the jersey. I'd be a Hawks fan. Yeah, yeah, just to pick the jersey. Then, <laughs> you know, right here on this one, um, it's it's interesting colors, kind of like the it, sound, it looks like a mashup of the San Jose Sharks and the Anaheim Ducks as the colors and the Orlando Solar Bears. Yeah, well, Orlando Solar Bears, yeah, and. Mm. So it's cool. It, it's it's interesting. Logo, from what I can see, because I'd have to zoom in a hell of a lot more, get a clearer shot. looks cool. But just not my absolute favorite jersey of all these. But it's not bad. So it's a good-looking jersey. We all ranked it pretty high, which is how it ends up second. I just think it's super sharp. Definitely a beaut. So uh, let's talk about the best jersey overall in scoring from all of us combined. And that's going to be the London Junior Devilettes. This jersey is popping. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this whole this whole setup is popping. I think this was number two on my list. I'd have to look back. I lost my scoring when I started combining all of you, but I'm I know this was top four for me because for me it was easily uh, you know Blue Water, London, Epicoke, and Barry. When I look at the when I look at the Devilettes here, what really jaw dropped for me is going to be the back of their red jersey with the green lettering with the with the green like. Sh- strip with the red and white lettering i just thought that was oh, that a, was this, a, this whole setup from the helmet down to the gloves socks yeah everything sick just absolutely sick really good job on these jerseys like i would buy i was a, a huge fan when i was growing up as a kid i loved the the red and green and white new jersey devils jerseys i love them i love that color combination it just looked really cool. So I was glad when the doubles went back. Because when they went black and red, I'm like, it's my favorite combination. But this screamed New Jersey doubles to me. But even their emblem in the center looks really solid. I love that. It's wicked. It's yeah, wicked. their white jerseys are just as good as the red. So it would be a toss-up yeah. for which one I'd buy. You know what I mean? 
So, oh, this would be tough. Like, I would buy the red. <laughs> I, would, I would buy the red. It's a pretty sick jersey. Like, I would totally get this jersey. And it's sharp. Again, it's just one of those jerseys for me. It's hard to fault. I would wear any of the top four ranked jerseys for myself here. These are stunning jerseys. And again, if, you're, if your team's jersey didn't make the top 10, it doesn't mean that one of us didn't love it. Because I tell you what, Steve. We all rank these extremely differently. There are some jerseys that didn't do so well. There are some jerseys that I definitely had in the top 10 that finished in the bottom five and mm-hmm. vice versa. Like there are jerseys that we all had. We all know Sebastian ranked Ottawa number one. <laughs> and we all it know should, the rest of us. It should be an automatic disqualification of those jerseys. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Lady Sens. It ain't happening. Call <laughs> yeah. the Seabass outlier. Uh, yeah, in fact, they yeah, they, they finished outside the top 10. I just look at the jersey, like me and you are looking at it on screen right now. It's the Ottawa Senators. There's, that's it. There's nothing else to it. Uh, and, and that's fair. It's There's nothing wrong with that if you're a Senators fan. I know Sebastian's going to say, you know, again, going back to the Montreal Canadiens, it was a Canadiens logo. I really like the color of the Canadiens jersey, uh, both the home and away. Love it. But if they just slap, like, you know, instead of the H, you know, uh, like, let's say it was a Brampton Canadians, right? And they put a B in there. It's not going to make me a fan of the, the jersey. Do something different. You know, put something different in the C if you want to use, you know, that style logo. Or just come up with a completely different logo that's in the middle, right? I understand why teams do it. Like, I'm not saying it's wrong. I, I think it's actually very proper to have these these teams associated with the major team in the, in the city. If you have the junior sharks or the Arizona Kachinas or any of these teams, uh, the Carolina junior Canes, there's a lot of teams out there, men's and women's that are basically a play of the original big team there. And that brings in players that, that develops that community that people like, I want to wear that logo. And it was your kid. You're going to tell me I'm going to be able to wear a Buffalo Sabres logo. I might be playing for the junior Sabres. I'm going to be really, really excited about that. It's an excitement factor to be able to wear that Jersey, even to play against that Jersey, because you know, that Jersey, it's just when it becomes to like a Jersey ranking thing, an episode like this one, it's just not going to score very high on originality. It doesn't mean it's not a good looking logo, which Sebastian, clearly thinks it's the best logo in the league uh he clearly has not seen blue water but i just think that it is what it is everyone has their own personal preference if the buffalo junior sabers were in this league for me they'd be top five (laughs) so bias exists i'm telling you like maybe not for you as a habs fan but like have you seen the arizona kachinas like the 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 women's team down there in arizona it's it's a beautiful jersey and it's a big popular program and they're in the NGHL. Hopefully a, a league will be covering here very shortly. So if you're in the NGHL, reach out. We're going to be covering those jerseys very soon. But there's a lot of jerseys from that league that the Canes, the Kachinas, Danbury, I believe, is another one that they're just resemblance of the pro team in that city. Uh, and, um, and they got and like yeah. look, you know, as much as we'd like to rip on Sebastian for the sense stuff. Oh, we will because just, he'll be listening to this later. Unlike you, Steve, he'll be listening. It, to this. Yeah, the <laughs> the whole like it's it's a great idea. Like the the Ducks did a great job of promoting hockey in California by branding everything Ducks hockey, right? And then other teams following suit. They're doing their best to catch up with that here in Arizona. You know, as you can see, the Kachinas, right? Starting, you know, everything's following in suit with the pro team. So it does make complete sense to do that, right? Um, in a Canadian market, everybody's so wild about hockey. You can branch off from the major sports franchise, right? You don't have, you don't have to be associated because we're all watching hockey anyway. So you can have a, a completely different logo. And like, look, like, like right there with London. You know, it, it's it's totally New Jersey double style. Uh, it's beautiful, but for London, typically they would be associated with the Leafs, right? And but so, it's kind of like a '90s like Christmas tree devil style. That's yeah, what it's, it's. It's a beautiful yeah. jersey. So that's what I mean. So I think in in places like you know Canada, you can get away with that a bit more. Just the same as I would say in you know the U.S. Like when it comes to baseball or football, you don't have to be associated with the you know, major sports franchise because it doesn't really matter that much, right? People are going to still be watching, 
you know, football and baseball, right? Because it's so ingrained into their lives and their communities, right? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Like it's, it just depends where you're at. And obviously to grow the game in certain regions, you, you it makes sense to connect the pro teams to the junior leagues. There's a lot of really good-looking jerseys out there. And, you know, they're all better players than I am because they're at least playing junior hockey, <laughs> which I never did. You may have, Steve, but I never did. No, I did, so, not, um, play, I did not play junior hockey. Um, like the interesting story in my age group growing up, and trust me, guys, I'm not comparing my level of talent to theirs, uh, but Dan Cluche came to Sault Ste. Marie when I was probably around 11 years old. And he was phenomenal. <laughs> his his speed and reflexes and just power, like it, it was way more than I ever had. Um, and then Marty Turco was an age group up for me. And, you know, he came into his own at Michigan, right? Um, U of M. That's where, you know, to me, Marty took it to the next level that allowed him to go pro. And what's interesting is if you would have told me early on in my life, who do you think would have went further? I would have picked Cluche. Uh, you know, Dan, there's no knock on his career, you know, played for the Canucks. Uh, I forget who else he played for in the NHL. I think it was the Rangers. But he won World Junior Gold and looked dominant in that tournament, right? Turco was dominant at U of M, setting a lot of records there, and then went on to get a Stanley Cup with Dallas, right? So, yeah. and, you know, multiple All-Star appearances, right? So great careers to both those guys. You know, just cracking the NHL itself is something impressive. But, uh, yeah, no junior hockey for me. There's no way I was competing with those guys. No, and so, and so if you're in a junior league and you're, and you're listening to this, you're already better than us. So <laughs> you know, don't take anything to heart. And uh, before we wrap this episode up, Steve, I will say a big congratulations as I'm seeing it just pop up here. Again, we're recording this on Monday, July 17th, to uh, speak into the Arizona Kachinas. Lydia Hugler. Uh, of the Kachinas has committed to none other than Utah hockey women's division one. Uh, so big congratulations to Hugler out there. And also a previous guest on this podcast has also been picked up by tier twos, Provo predators, Mario Paganini, who was a guest here a couple months ago has been tendered by the next level up tier two in the NCDC West. So huge congratulations to Paganini. We're extremely proud and hope to see him in a Predators jersey this upcoming season. That said, we also want to thank all of you listeners for tuning in. Be sure to reach out if you're in the junior or collegiate hockey worlds and wish to get on a future podcast. Also follow us on TikTok at Pigeon Hockey Podcast, on Twitter at PHH Official, or on Instagram at PHH Podcast to let us know what you think. And I know what you're thinking, but no, I live in Europe and threads is not an option yet so no we don't have a threads account despite the multiple questions <laughs> we don't have threads uh and considering what i'm seeing coming out of the european union i don't think that's gonna happen so long as i live in europe so no there's no pigeon hockey threads account so you cannot follow us there definitely follow us on tiktok on twitter or on instagram especially on instagram drop a lot of fun videos on that this is the pigeon hockey podcast with chris and steve have a great one hockey fans and remember, listeners, always clear your crease.